0: Welcome to Virtual Summit Success. I'm Jen, founder of Virtual Summit Search, and you're in the right place if you want to make the most of your virtual summit experience, whether you're a host or a virtual summit speaker. Let's get going with your next step to virtual summit success. All right, today we are going to be talking about how to use summits to build a high ticket referral network. And when I say high ticket, I specifically mean offers that are at least $1,000, so four figures and up. These are things like VIP days, group coaching or one-on-one coaching, flagship courses, things like that that are going to give a lot of value to the student or the client, but are also going to give you a lot of return for your time investment in that. These types of offers can sometimes feel harder to sell because they are more expensive and therefore they take a certain type of person to want and need them but it doesn't have to be that way. They do tend to sell best when someone is able to make a connection with you. And it's a lot easier when there's someone else that the client trusts who is recommending you. So this is where summits come into play because summits are a great way to build that rapport with people, to make those connections, and just to build a relationship with folks, whether it's the client or a referral partner. And it can sometimes be hard to make those referral connections because you want someone you can trust to bring in the right clients, to find people that are actually going to be a good fit for you and who you can genuinely help. But again, summits are a great place to make those connections because especially when you are speaking at a summit, you're getting the opportunity to make connections with all of the other speakers. And if you're hosting the summit, You're already making those connections because you're inviting them to speak at the summit. You're going back and forth with them on their deliverables for their presentation and possibly live sessions and stuff like that. So in order to make referral connections at summits, there are a few things that you need to do. And I'm going to start off speaking to summit speakers because there are a lot more folks who are speaking at summits than hosting summits. So when you are speaking at a summit, make sure that connection is one of your aims regardless of what your overall goal is connection is going to help you with that whether it's making sales getting leads or making those connections for other reasons so when you are speaking don't just drop and run that's what i kind of call it when speakers come in and they fill out their speaker information form they give me their presentation video and then i don't hear from them again (laughs) it's really frustrating as a host because As a speaker, I really would love to see you in there engaging with the audience, sharing more value, and it's really more beneficial to you as a speaker because that's where you're making those connections. That's where the attendees are getting to know you and even the other speakers are getting to know you. Sometimes there is a speaker community that the host sets up so that the speakers have somewhere to connect with each other, but that's not always the case. So sometimes you have to foster those connections yourself and... Making sure that you don't just drop and run is probably one of the biggest things that you can do in order to help make these connections. And if you're encouraging other speakers in the summit to engage as well, the host is going to remember you and they're going to be a great potential referral connection as well. Hey, just topping in real quick. If you want to learn more about Summit Speaking strategies and how you can use them to grow your business, jump over to virtualsummitspeaking.com. I put together a free audio training that you can take on the go. Okay, now back to your regularly scheduled programming. So I did also talk about engaging. So this is where you want to make sure that you're becoming a resource for the attendees, but also For the speakers and their audiences they've brought people into the summit through their promotions and all of that kind of good stuff and you want to make sure that you're pouring back into them because this is going to open the doors for a lot of other things whether it is being a referral partner or doing collaborations later on this is your opportunity to shine (laughs) again both to the attendees and the other speakers so after the summit is over and you've made those connections, you've had conversations with the other speakers, maybe you've both been on an Ask Me Anything panel or a VIP speaker lunch or what have you, whatever the summit host is putting on. And that's another thing, make sure that you're in those live sessions if at all possible, because that is the place that I see the most connections happening. That's where the attendees are getting to know you. And that is where I have seen some fantastic friendships and collaboration opportunities come up for the speakers. So be part of those live sessions. And then after the summit is over, Those speakers that you have made a connection with and who you know have the same type of audience that you have but are not offering competing offers, go and connect with them. If they have a podcast, see if there is something that you can speak on that would be a great resource for their audience and offer to do a guest podcast. If you have a podcast, invite the other speakers onto that. This is a great place to find guest podcasters who want to share their own resources, and that way you're giving back to them. And maybe they have a membership group and they're looking for guest experts to come in and speak in there. Whatever it happens to be, keep an eye out for things like this. And if you hear that they're looking for something, maybe they're looking for a collaboration and you know someone who's a good fit or they're trying to find a resource for themselves. Maybe they're trying to hire something or they can't find a tool that fits what they're looking for. Go and share whatever resources you have available and build back into those other speakers. If you are a summit host, on the other hand, you are already connecting with those speakers. So go and foster those relationships. Don't just send them emails when you need something from them or to ask them to promote the summit. Go and start those conversations so that you can build a deeper relationship with them and understand what they and their audience need so that after the summit is over, you can do the same thing that another speaker might be doing. Go and find ways that you can build into their audience and give them additional resources and value. And regardless of whether you're a fellow summit speaker, or if you are the summit host, and you're making these connections with the other speakers, be a good referral partner back. There are differences between being an upstream referral partner and a downstream referral partner. Upstream typically means that someone is working with someone else before they come to you. So they're upstream of you, the client is flowing downstream. So for me, for example, I work with summit hosts and speakers like you, and an upstream referral partner for me might be someone who is a business coach or a marketing strategist who is helping a client put together a plan for visibility for the year, and they decide that they want to run a summit or speak at more summits, and so they would be able to send them over to me to help them map out their summit speaker strategy so that they are able to have no sleeve sales strategy, or if they are planning to host a summit, and they want to continue that visibility. I can work with them on an evergreen summit. So that would be an upstream referral partner. And then downstream is someone who would work, be working with a client after I work with them. So I might send somebody who has worked with me to a social media manager who is going to help them take their summit content, whether it's the summit that they are running or summits that they're speaking at, and turn that into social media marketing, so they can get the most out of their summit speaker strategy or their evergreen summit. So when you're thinking about that. Not everyone is going to be someone that you're sending people to and not everyone is going to be someone that is sending people to you. But you need people on both sides of that because you're going to have folks who come and work with you and they go, "Okay, what next?" And if you don't know who to send them to, it's going to be really hard to go and have anywhere for them to go after that. And the other thing is that you might think the downstream referral partners are not going to be beneficial for you, but you're sending people to them, maybe they have a referral bonus where they charge $1,000 and send you back 100 But even if they don't, they may have people that come to them and say, hey, I want to do this. And they say, you don't have enough content for social media manager, for example. And they may say, you should go and speak at some summits so that you can build up some content that we can work with and places that we can promote that. And so they might send them back to me because they're not ready to work with them yet. And you can do the same thing for your upstream referral partners. If they are not ready to, for me, host a summit or speak at summits and they need to work on their messaging, I could send them to a brand messaging strategist like Ashley, who has been on the podcast in the past. So those are the ways that you can look at it and go and see what speakers are going to be a good fit for that and find the ways that you can make it beneficial for them. Make sure that you are being a good referral partner on both ends of the spectrum so that you can build those relationships and provide value to both of your audiences and clients. Now, my favorite high ticket offer, especially for summits, is always gonna be VIP days. I have built out several of them. They're so much fun to build and even more fun to actually go and implement with the clients. So if you haven't listened to our episode about using Summers to reduce client days, I talked a little bit more about the different reasons that I love using VIP days, especially when paired with summits. Now you can use the strategies that we talked about today for pretty much any high ticket offer. I do really love using VIP days when summit speaking or hosting the summit though, because they are all about the relationships and the connections that you build. When you're talking with someone one-on-one, it's a lot easier to tell if a VIP day is something that's going to help them, or if you want to send them to a referral partner or maybe one of your lower ticket offers. But regardless of what type of high ticket offer you do decide to use, I would love to hear more about it. So let me know what your high ticket offer is and how you're integrating it with your summit strategy, whether you're a speaker or host or both. So leave a review and let me know in there or send me a DM on Instagram at virtual summit search and I would love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to Virtual Summit Success. Don't forget to leave a review and let others know your biggest takeaways from this episode every review helps others find us and the more successful virtual summits there are, the more new tips we'll have to share with you. For show notes, links, and other resources, go to virtualsummitsuccess.live.